Hey everybody, today's episode is with my friend and brother, the great Induzo Makatini. Induzo is an amazing composer, healer, and pianist. We talked about his new album, Modes of Communication, Zulu culture, spirituality, parallel universes, colors, and anything our brains could think of. Induzo is a beautiful soul, and I thank him for his time and his knowledge. And I hope everyone enjoys the episode. So go out and listen to his music, because it's brilliant, and it's out now in Blue Note. Oh, here we go. I can hear you. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, you know, I wanted to make sure. So I, I went from the internal mics and put on a proper microphone and see. I don't know what's going on. It's it's my, it's something to do with my box, which is recording on it. It's, I don't know. <laughs> we got there. We got there. That's the main thing. Always. And it's, and it's nine o'clock. Exactly. Man, you see magic right there. And also we, <laughs> Now we want a proper microphone and maybe yeah, even man. better. Yeah, maybe there we go. Better. There maybe you even go. Better. Yeah, it's better. That's yeah. that's that's the way. Hey, that's the way. Yeah, man. How are you? I'm okay, bro. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, yeah. Crazy times, but it's good. Man, crazy times. Um, so many lessons that come with the crazy times. You know. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. So I've I've been like really trying to listen for the lessons yeah <laughs> yeah that yep. you know so so like in many ways it's like i've realized as well that so many of the things that i i thought i could not do without i can actually do without yeah. but also i've realized that there are things that i really can't do without so so it's like whatever you need you need it more mm. in these moments and, mm. and what you don't need, you really don't want to waste any energy with that. It's true. It's I, I think we're kind of, as humans, we're not supposed to have so much technology. It's kind of clouding yeah. our brains. I think in a sense, in a sense, and, and again, like it's, it's, it's really in how are we thinking about technology. Because mm-hmm. when I put out my record earlier this year, you know, it... You know, I was thinking about this idea of ritual technology in a sense that like the real, some of the connections that our ancestors used to communicate were wireless and and, and they were accurate and they were, so, you know, like it's different registers of technology. It's like if humans can understand themselves as technology, not technology as an external, you know, situation then they you know then it's it, it's it's better than like you know the the craziness that we're in now i think i know i know man <laughs> i i love your album it's Thank so you, good bro. it's so it's so um I, ha- I had to buy it you know i have to support oh, you know man bro have, it means so to, much man oh, of course man I, anything i like i buy so it's if i like oh, something I buy it. it's so you find man. you found it on amazon Oh, Amazon. That's the, that's yeah. the way. <laughs> Amazon of everything. <laughs> They're making money. <laughs> man, these guys. <laughs> I know, man. It's, a, it's, it's such a beautiful record. I, I know people are saying it's a jazz record, and it is jazz, yeah. but I think there's mm-hmm. a lot more to it than jazz. I, I think I, so, too. I, I don't think, like, um, Shine is very bluesy. It's got very bluesy yeah. kind of stuff yeah, in it. of course. It's, and it's, it's super bluesy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So the, it's like anything when you're a musician or a composer, people always want to label you and go, it's a jazz record. And you're of like, course. it is, but it isn't. Yeah, that's very true, man. It's like, and also again, it's like, you know, jazz comes much later. Mm-hmm. But um, I've been thinking a lot about like how a lot of the folk music in South Africa that is, pre-arrival of jazz music mm-hmm. is already it's got a level of jazziness in it if i may it's like these things were already inside the sound yeah. so there's a very there's a very um strange way of looking at it that almost suggests that like the jazziness is the essence of all african musics in a sense that all of it emerges from a, a place of breaking into yeah, a, a place of, you know, we broke into song. So it's, it's, it's like that 
that sense of not knowing entirely what's going to happen yeah is, yeah, yeah is the truth about african music but also is that meditativeness and perhaps that explains like the keenness for many south africans to draw more from the the the, the, the 60s 70s period of modal music you know cuz mm-hmm. cuz there is a, a kind of uh dance that is in that kind of med- meditativeness that is is already like natural for most of us here so yeah so so there is a sense in which even the term jazz becomes problematic if it's seen as something that arrives later but if if i prefer the term something jazzy or, yeah. or a jazziness or a, a, you know because in that way we we're arguing for something of essence we're arguing for something that originates from a place mm-hmm. and of course the the transatlantic narrative explains to us the essence and and how the sound came about Mm-hmm. and of course it was sounded out in the diaspora as a sound that is removed from the resonator in a sense that is sounded out from a level of, of disparity but it's about like how that sound becomes in itself the essence and if we think about the notion of an echo we realize that much later then we start in the continent drawing from the diaspora so we start thinking of 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 the people that was were were taken as slaves in a very harsh way we start thinking of them as messengers that have had to keep with them the very essence of who we are mm-hmm. because it was the only thing they had and there's a tendency again of being in the continent and thinking well i have everything i'm in the continent whereas it's not true we've not realized the erosion of of the the you, you know the settler colonial you know and that whole process and how it it somehow brings an illusion to being in a place where whereas everything in that place is no longer the way it used to be so you are in a different place but but geographically located where you think it's your land yeah So yeah. so all of these things they play into the sound. So so I feel that like there's an exchange. So the notion of an echo, the notion of an overtone is really a way in which I think about this sound as like you know we reminding each other constantly, you know the diaspora and, and the continent are in a dialogue of reminding what is really left of the things that are really the things that define us. So and how do those things sound mm-hmm. when they played in a musical way so so like really then the compartments become they they get dissolved because we are more interested in in why who when yeah, as opposed yeah. to that <laughs> exactly <laughs> and, and as humans we always have this thing of if we can label something we can know what it is and in music yeah. genres is always under that thing if we label it then we know what it is you know in instead of going it's music it's just music you know and and also i mean it's worth noting that like the labeling itself was towards creating a product creating mm-hmm. something that could be consumed exactly so to put anything inside the shop and sell it you have to say something you that know is, what i mean otherwise like true. you know that's very so, true so sometimes it you know the thing of compartments and genres is not as serious as we think it is it's mm-hmm. it's just a way that things should be organized in order to to sell them in order to mm-hmm. you know to group them you know but otherwise i think there's something that transcends all of that those limitations yeah and i think there's the truth and the essence of sound as speaking to our inner being directly without going through our be- our brain yeah you know, it's just like Well, that, you that's feel a, it. That's what I, love, <laughs> I loved about your your music when I heard it. It's really spiritual sounding. It's yeah. really like cosmic, you know. I, oh man, I, that's the word. <laughs> definitely, because yeah. when I heard um, "Beneath the Beneath the Earth," that oh, song, man. the first time I heard this, that is beautiful. It sounded like water to me. And oh man! You correct me if I'm wrong, but I, from what I 
read about uh, history of, in Africa many long time ago I'm probably going to get this wrong but the, the Christianity when it came you know it's God in the sky and African yeah. is, is God in the soil so um, the, okay bro that's you are nailing it and that's okay. really the message and that's really the message in the song it's like you know it, it, it's, it's one thing to know that a God exists but it's another thing to know where they are uh, yeah, so, yeah. so, 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 yeah, beneath the earth is really like a way of thinking about um, our connections with the past, our connections with the ancestors as, as, as a way into the future. Uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and in a sense, you need a language to speak to the ancestors. You need a language to speak to the gods. And in a sense, like, so not having or being deprived that language is a kind of exile. Mm -hmm. So in that song, I play a lot with the idea of where the gods are. And if you don't know where they are, then you are exiled to a certain extent because uh. you do not have a, a code to, to, to get there. You know? oh, okay. But also in the same sense, our gods are exiled from us as well. If we've ignored like certain cultures, especially around rituals. It's mm -hmm. like music as a ritual, you know, um, then it's, it's, it's a way of invoking those gods, you know? I get you. And water is a very kind of healing thing and it's going into the soil, so it all kind of goes back onto itself. Brother, you know, the, the element of water is so central in this album. There's a song called Ndawu. And Indau is is really about that. It's like the the, the gods that live underneath water, mm -hmm. and 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 in a, a lot of African like you know um, you know beginning of the earth stories, like you find this reference to the soil, this reference to water quite strongly. I mean, even in the Yoruba cultures, you know, Oshun, and and you know, you find this sense of water but also water as as a healing tool isn't it like as as, as something that brings a kind of cleansing okay you know? so th yeah. that word it, it, that would be like ingoma that's healing oh man <laughs> you know so much about this I don't know. no i don't know why did he interview me man <laughs> hey you gotta tell me man you gotta tell me <laughs> You know, you gotta tell me, bro. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that's 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 precisely it, man. So Ingoma is really like this bridging of here and elsewhere. Mm -hmm. What does it, you know? Because in African cosmology and ontologies, we believe that like we are here and elsewhere simultaneously. Okay. So even like if you look at words like you know um, when they say like. A dream, like the word dream, means to fly or uh, flight in my language. It's oh. called ipupo, which means to fly. And then deep sleep is called ubutongo. Oh, cool. And if you translate that, it means to be one with your ancestors. Oh, that's cool. So in essence, it's like, you know, we, we, we use our dreams as a way of being with them. Oh. And we use rituals as ways of bringing them to us. Oh, wow. You know, in, it's beautiful. So, so there's like this like really deep exchange. And, and, and it's worth noting that the word you just used, Ngoma, while it means dance, it also means song. It also means healing. It also means divination. It also means the drum. So if you look at it, so the, the whole idea of compartmentalizing stuff is, 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 um, in many ways, a new idea because mm -hmm. for us, we don't even know that there's a difference between singing and, and, and dancing and being in a ritual and healing. We use one word. Oh. So, I mean, it problematizes further the mm -hmm. idea of music as just one stream, you know, for us, it's music, dance, healing, yeah. you know, ritual, you know, so, yeah. That's cool. so, so, so the compartments are really problematic in a, in a uh, African way of thinking because it sees a wholeness everything is is one thing ah, you know <laughs> that's cool it's like a, it's all a stream isn't it life almost it's a stream man 
is that flow, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And yeah. the language on your record is that Zulu. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, Zulu Most means of it heaven. Is Zulu. Brother, yeah. There we go. So like, you know, that's that's another that's another story because like, you know, all the words in my language are based on a, a historical happening. Okay. So there's a lot of like astrology, you know, that is in the language already. Like people understood the stars. We have names for every star. Wow. We, we have, you know, in, like indigenous name, names for all of these things. We have indigenous names for planets wow. that, that are pre, pre uh, the colonial period, pre any kind of quote-unquote research in a sense, like in a Western wow. sense. So, so in a way, then the, 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 the Amazulu are believed to have really come from the sky. They, uh-huh. they landed from the sky. But, you know, there are so many other histories, like, you know, that locate the, the Kemets. Mm-hmm. We are a branch of the Kemets. We came, uh-huh. one of our leaders was Mguni, who came uh, from Egypt. But again, like, we realized that, like, some of the oldest pyramids are in South Africa. Wow. The, the, the oldest stone calendar in the world is in South Africa. Wow. So that tells us something. And the stone calendar is organized in a way that like it worked with the moon and the sun. That's beautiful. So how did, how did these people know all of that? I know. It's like it's, thousands it's, and thousands of years ago. <laughs> it's crazy. It's so crazy. Even your, um, your album cover, the, the symbols on it are very Egyptian, I thought. I exactly, could be wrong. they are. No, they are. They are, you know, it's like... You know the, the 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 oldest trace of of who we are and where we come from, you know, has been recorded as as being in Egypt. Mm-hmm. But we realize that there is so much in South Africa too, so much in Ethiopia. So so there is a sense in which that which is left needs to be a part of us going forward to ensure that our grandkids at least get to know the bits that we know yeah and 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 to to make sure that they also formulate good questions because it's 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 sometimes not so much about finding but it's about having a good question that keeps you on the journey yeah so (laughs) so so like you know i'm really excited about inquiry I'm I'm really excited about hinting things that people could be thinking about, hinting things that people could ask. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Do you do you um do you believe much in stuff to do with simulated universes or anything of that concept? That there's universes where well, that we could be in a simulated universe. Yeah. Well, I I think I I believe the notion in a way. I, mm-hmm. I believe the notion, but I, I think more about parallel universe. Yeah, yeah. In a sense that like already from this belief of the ancestors being here with us, it's like there is a way in which elsewhere is here, okay. that we're living with elsewhere. But when we go on a ritual or when we go on a chance or when we play the jam, it's it's the ritual helps us to put on different lands that mm-hmm. helps us to see both. But you see, because, because you know, somehow Umvelingangi or God was intentional about all his creation. So he doesn't allow us to be there too, too, for too long. So that's why, like, after a ritual, it's like you see so much and then all of a sudden you're back on planet Earth. So it's like, it's uh. the construct because it's necessary for you to know that you need, you need something to take you there, but you can't live there. Now, when you when you die, for instance, we have something called the ontotriadic nature of being. It's basically suggesting that, like we we're living in a cyclical thing, where there's the living, there's the living dead, which is the ancestors. But so many p- scholars have argued that we need to call them the living dead because even beyond your body, you continue to live. Because an ancestor word suggests that is you gone. Uh huh. And then uh-huh. the ones to be born. So this this childic thing is like that cycle that we go into until we have no, we have fulfilled everything. Because what keeps us coming is purpose. 
you know. Yeah, but you. then there is greater purpose of being one with the cosmos, you know, where you 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 one with the wind, and and I hope for that some some someday. I, I think I've been coming here many times. Really? <laughs> <laughs> what what was the last time? What were you here the last time? <laughs> You're a bad guy. So you know, you remember Sandra? Yeah, oh, God, yeah. It, yeah, man. You know, so I think it's it's kind of like for me, I don't I don't really know when was the last time, but like some of the things I feel like I, I've not been taught in this life, I've not learned in this life. Sometimes I remember a song from man. I I ask all my friends, do you know this song? Really? No, everyone says no. You know, like I remember a song from elsewhere. Really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sometimes the language doesn't make sense here, so I have to transpose the language because oh. I just start saying things, you know. On my phone, I have like a lot of voice notes when I wake up and just sing. And then when I listen, I'm like, man, this language is probably from elsewhere for sure. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> but, you know, there, there, are, there are things, symbols that tell us that, you know, we're not here for the first time. Mm. You know, when you meet someone and, and you like, you just instantly feel a connection. It's like, you know, I remember your soul, so to speak. Mm. It's like, mm. there's something in us that, you know, the mind cannot get. There's, and, and every time we try to collapse it to the mind and interpret, we fail. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That's, so, that's, so that's why, yeah. That's why a atheism, I never understand atheism because yeah. to be an atheist, it's quite arrogant because you're saying, yeah. oh, I know what the answer is. Like, no, yeah. yeah, exactly. There, there is no, there is no mis mystical dimension. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm it's kind of worked out. Yeah, exactly. You know, who knows? You have to be open about everything. There could be, there couldn't be. So it all depends on what you believe, you know? Yeah, man. And I think, I think like, you know, this mysticalness is is the nature of the universe and beyond. It's it has to be it has to be somehow mystical. We, we we can't have all the answers. And like I say, when all is fulfilled, we'll dissolve into nothingness. Because the reason why we have a body is because we have to inquire, we have to find things out. We we need the brain, we need all of that. But it's a deeper level, really. All mm -hmm. of these things are unnecessary. The body mm -hmm. is unnecessary at a deeper level. And in in Zulu culture, is there many things to do with healing with regard to mental illness? Yeah, you know, like most of the healers actually, they they is believed that like if you have any kind of like mental illness, yeah. Um, that's me. It's believed that. Oh no! <laughs> it's believed that, like, it's believed that, like, you know, the, you you know, because everything that is dysfunctional mm -hmm. in the Zulu context is believed to have be, been dysfunctional in the ancestry realm first. That's okay. why for every single thing that happens, if you are in an accident or if bad things are happening to you. They say you must consult the ancestors. So, so in a way, this kind of parallel existence, you know, it, things happen elsewhere before they happen here. Uh. So staying in contact, in touch with your ancestors is creating that balance so uh. that, you know, so we see mental illness as, as a lack of balance between mm -hmm. yourself and the ones that look after you, so to speak. Okay. So... People with those kind of problems are normally taken to a healer and the healer throws the bones and the symbols of the throwing of the bones is aligning elsewhere and here. And, and normally people regain their mind and, you know, they, they find wow. after that. So it's wow. like, it's technology at a deeper level. It's like, <laughs> yeah. you know, we, we have to, <laughs> we have to like connect these algorithms of elsewhere. And <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> uh, and is a lot of people still practicing those old methods in in South Africa, or is it is it yeah. quite small? Yeah, it's getting smaller, but it's not small. It's getting smaller. Then you know. So what what had happened was with the coming of Christianity. Obviously, the way that 
Christian, Christianity was presented was in many ways going against what people had known before. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So what it meant was that like you cannot be in between. You, you either go for Christianity okay. or not go for Christianity. But something interesting then started happening at the beginning of the 1900s where uh, Shembe, you know, he started a, a church called the Shembe Church okay. where he was looking into what would it mean to, to be in Christianity situated in a particular geographical politics and, 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 and politics of place, politics of knowing, but while you're citing the Bible. So okay. what ended up happening is then the Zionist church came, which was like now looking at a hybrid kind of situation where people were going to church and pray, praying to God and, 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 and Christ. Meanwhile, they were practicing their rituals and speaking to their ancestors and doing all the animal slaughtering and stuff like that, you okay. know. So, uh, so in a sense, it was like, you know, there is a way of being in between these two worlds. So I think maybe we should be thankful to that because the glimpse of what we know now is a result of the resistance as well of saying we need to incorporate this. You know, yeah. we can't just, you know, so, so that, that, that's really the story here. But we see as part of like, you know, now like people are questioning like knowledge, like yeah. what does it mean? Like epistemology, what does it mean to know in another way? People are coming with the idea of a plurality. It's mm -hmm. like, well, the idea of a university was brought as this form of knowledge, which you must Conform, conform to, but there, there's a kind of plural, you know, there are multiple knowledge systems. Mm -hmm. So then they started this decolonization of the curriculum campaigns in South Africa. Right. But I think there's a way in which that is happening in religion too, where people are questioning, you know, the, the, the Christianity as, as something that they struggle to see themselves inside. Exactly. So this idea of like, I have to see myself first in everything that you tell me, because Christianity was already creating a layer to colonialism, which was becoming not that you, not only that you are invisible, but even your ways, your, your, your religious beliefs are also invisible. And then we see people questioning that now. So it's right. playing into the music as well, where people are feeling it's necessary to, um, compose a jazz song in Iskosa or in Isizulu or in Isisutu or Isbedi. You know, it's important that like these languages, because they inform a way of being in the world, they inform mm. a cosmology. So, so there's a way in which like some of those things are coming back even stronger now, even though they're moving from a disparity of knowledge once again, because the grandparents that knew these things are no longer here. Yeah, yeah. So we, we're basing it, sometimes we find things in songs. It's like the, the, there is a, a genre in, in, in Guazulu that I'm interested in called Amahubo. These are like praise songs. Okay. There's a lot of information there if we start thinking of those songs as kind of texts that as literature, you know. So I go into those sonics and to study, to study what is being said. But what is being said about things that are no longer here and how can we draw it from a song? If I can't find it in a book, how can I get it from a proverb? You know, that's the kind of thinking that I'm... Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. It's it's funny because um, when music is such an odd thing because people always, you know, they'll go, what do you listen to? Is it this and this? And sometimes when I'm doing music, music won't inspire me it's it's like i'll i'll read something or i'll look at a cloud or something exactly. you know just these things that people go they expect you to go oh well it's uh the beatles inspired me or something that well they do obviously <laughs> but i mean you know it's never as simple as just music it's always something okay man for sure and like you if you think about african music even deeper because all of it is defined by its context you see mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah, I get because you. remember, here, 
our ancestors never just used to sing a song. There is a song for the rain. <laughs> there is a song for when a child is born. So every song was context-based. Uh. So you could not have a song unless you have an event. Right. Okay. That's and as a result, in some cultures in West Africa, there are songs that are only sung once in every seven-year cycle because they are speaking to a particular God that is only consulted once in that period. So okay. that kind of song you cannot harm, you cannot transcribe, you cannot write it down. You'll only hear it once in seven years. So wow. there is a kind of deliberateness about songs such that when songs got commercial, people felt a need to compose music. Mm -hmm. Whereas in essence, people were composing themselves into songs that were existing in space. Uh, people used to just gather and this gathering is a way of composing themselves and then a song will break like i was saying earlier on it's about breaking into song as opposed to thinking that you are bringing a song you are actually bringing yourself into a song so it's like you're improvising within yourself exactly man it's like if we were to think of it in the same way that Kijarit thinks about oh, Kijarit, the so music good. of the music of the spheres, yeah. So he he's got this thing of like subjective and objective sounds, mm -hmm. in a sense that like you know sounds don't rely on us. Sounds are constantly happening, but people rely on sounds in order to sight and bring that into sonic manifestation so i believe that in many ways with african music because sometimes we get to a ritual a ceremony and there are no songs but like as soon as like someone finishes speaking then someone just does something as a response to that so there is a way in which all of it is interlinked That's and the weird. next thing someone comes with a counterline and the improvisation happens and after 30 minutes it's no longer the same song that's cool. That's cool. And also, what that's what jazz does. <laughs> yeah, and what's what's I think what some people kind of miss within music is silence is a beautiful thing within music. It's between the notes. The silence between the notes has so much impact yeah. that connects to the next note. Oof. Bro, that's powerful, man. <laughs> and 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 that's like what I've been thinking about throughout this lockdown is like because silence i think in many ways relates to stillness exactly. exactly so so for me it's been like how do you find the slightest movement within stillness and and like what is the sound of silence yeah you know what i mean it's like it's like because silence is not necessarily quiet no <laughs> you know it's not and it's not dead it's it's not you know, it's so in the silence, sometimes there's more music than in the sound. Exactly. Exactly. And I, I mean, the other day we were celebrating Monk. How about that? Like oh, Thelonious Monk amazing. was the master of playing silence. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he's, he, man, he would stand up and start dancing and there will be no notes, but like he's felt. And I, I hear him a lot when he's not playing as well. You know? Yeah. But even how he composed his songs there was a deeper awareness of space and how silence actually is a mother to, to sound. That's, exa that's it, exactly. Because everything leads, it leads back to silence, isn't it? Yeah. When we play, it leads back to silence. Mm -hmm. Before we play, we're going into silence. Mm -hmm. So there's a way in which like silence is constantly there as a canvas. Yeah. And we, we paint whatever we want to paint, but yeah. it's, it's there. Yeah. If you were to take it away, whatever we painted, there will be the canvas is still there. So yeah, it's like it's like a note, silence, a note within itself. Because exactly. if the more silence you add to before a note or after a note, it it will affect the piece drastically. Drastically, man. You know, it would make it more meaningful. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. And, and it, the more you are aware of it, yeah. Oof. When you're aware of it, you can even play into it even better. Because you're aware of how to manipulate it. Yep. yep. You know? 
Yeah, man. Oh man, I must hear you play, man. I love how you're thinking about the sound. <laughs> we'll have to collaborate, man. We have to collaborate. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> That'd be brilliant. <laughs> actually, it was fun. It was uh, yeah. <laughs> actually, I had a talk with a, um, a woman the other day. Um, do you know what synesthesia is? Man, I, I started listening. So interesting what you guys were talking about. I, I didn't finish it, but like when you sent it, yeah, I checked it out. It's it's all to do with colors. It's all to do with colors. Yeah, so, yeah. so I kind of when I, I do listen music, to that, yeah, uh, cool, bro. Uh, you yeah. know, it, I I could see that in your music. There's it's very colorful yeah. in a lot of ways. You know, judging yeah. from someone like me who's, sure. you know, to do with colors and, uh, it has this very kind of um, roundness to it. If that makes any oh, sense. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you, man. Mm -hmm. I feel you. You know, it's it's like, man, if you were to come to South Africa and check out the, the Bandebele people or even the Zulu people, mm -hmm. like, you would see that, like, the, the sense of colors is, mm -hmm. is quite strong. It's mm -hmm. like, there's a way in which, like, even architecture is informed by color. You know, it's... Uh. I mean, even like African prints, I mean, everything that we, yes. we put on is like, you know, so there's, there's a strong relationship between color and sound. Very much. Very in much. a sense that like also even when we're colorful, but it's still very organized. Like, mm -hmm. you know, you know, like people in Ghana, they would wear stuff that if it was not organized in the same patterns that it was, it would be color blocking. But because of oh. how it's organized, it like... It has a relationship ah. and, and, and circles, as you say, like, you know, they're a big part of how we organize, you know, like in, in a ritual or in a dance without thinking, we organize ourselves into a circle, you know, really? like that, that symbol is very important for us. It has to do with, again, this idea of like infinity, you know, okay. like that's why, like even for someone who's passed or someone who's dead, we, we call it umufi, the okay. one who's living umundu. So the part that says umu mm -hmm. means in the process of becoming. Okay. So even when you die, you're still given the dignity of being in the process of becoming. Okay. It's so, but that's the cyclical thing. That's the cyclical thing that we give, we give enough respect. So it's a kind of balanced thing. We have that in, in in cycles, but we also have it in the in the uh, triangles. If you think about the pyramids, it's about that balance, that mm -hmm. equal. If you go from here to there, it's equal. There, from you know, it's it's about equality. Yeah. And um, uh, Onet Coleman called it homology. Onet, I love which, him. Yeah, his thing was really based on like how do we go into the music caring equal responsibility so not to say that the drama keeps time the pianist plays that is going into it as equals and that kind of context is very evident in our cultures we call it ubuntu where the, the ubuntu argues that like i am because you are so that I cannot exist alone. I exist because I'm in the context of your own existence. Oh. So it goes further to say, when I greet, I do not say hello. I say sanborna. And I do not say saubona. Saubona is singular, but sanborna is plural. So even if I was greeting you alone, I would say sanborna. We do not use the singular. What it means is that there's always an awareness of acknowledging you and your entire being, which is the, 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 your, your, the ones that accompany you, whether it's your ancestors or whatever kind of presence that you might think of. But the, this kind of wholeness it speaks to the cycle, uh. speaks to the, this, you know, that you will come again. So I acknowledge you and your coming back and your past. Uh. You know, I acknowledge all of these things in this moment. Wow, and the, and there it's is in the greeting, it's it's <laughs> unbelievable. That's, that's so interesting, and there yeah. is that there is that thing I, I was reading um, something in a science journal a oh, long ago. I think it was a science journal, something to do with science. But they were saying yeah. that um, there was some theory about that that memories can travel through 
your you can get memories from your ancestors and they can travel through like like even traits mm. of like being a great piano player can travel through and yep. you get it so it's it's almost oh man wow so ubungoma is mm-hmm. exactly that ah so when when you get the gift of ubungoma like for me as a sangoma it's a gift that is inherited it's 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 passed on ah okay so it's more like a code you know okay that's, that's why cool. like there, there's a pianist called begim selegu i don't know if you know him if, if oh. you don't man look him up like so he was this great piano player from south africa that lived in london okay and played with pharaoh sanders joe henderson elvin oh, jones wow. abby lincoln and everybody wow he he claimed that he woke up this one day and started playing and he's a man he's a genius yeah he's late now i wrote an entire thesis a master's thesis on him that you can look up when you find time cool man but Send like yeah so so but the thing is he says like one morning he just woke up and started playing really it, man and and if you hear he's playing man that's like it's so deep wow. man and and so i asked him the other time because he he played the saxophone i said so how did you learn the saxophone He said, "Oh man, I always loved it and one day I just picked it up and played." Wow. So just a savant. So, so there is a deeper memory, you know, there is this subtle being within every human being that keeps all this information, but because of the dissonance with the brain, because the brain wants to connect with what the eyes have seen, mm-hmm. with what the ears have heard. Mm-hmm. And in this particular body, you've not had all of these things or seen them so the brain fights this consciousness and and when you are a child you are more connected cuz like you know my child when one of them when he was young he he picked up all the sounds and he would say that's from india and he was like as small as like 3 years i was like no how do you know you play something say oh brazilian oh wow I'm like but you don't know any I've not touched anything about maps or sounds or anything so but then the more we say well, how did you know that then the more his consci- conscience tells him oh i just made a mistake you know what i mean okay, yeah. until until we learn to not listen to that part and that part just dies and waits there yeah yeah so but there's a way of tapping into it i think yeah and music is a tool for that for sure for sure you you kind of do your music you would would you say it's healing as well as music yeah i think first of first and foremost it's is towards healing yeah and you you became a healer at 10 11 12 yep yep 10 so i i always thought it was at 13 but my mother tells me that it was earlier wow and was it just yeah. something you felt inside you or was it just something natural to you or was it, it it came through a sequence of dreams that were pointing towards um pointing cuz i would wake up and and having seen some people in a dream and i would tell my grandmother about who i've seen and she would start asking about the features their height the complexion uh-huh. how their voices sounded and as i explained she would say that's so and so that's the other person oh they were with this person and these people they died before i was even born so 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 then it started becoming evident that okay well and even my dreams uh, at a very young age that like if something was going to happen you know i i would get like you know s- some level of like premonition you know, signals mm-hmm. yeah yeah so so man and 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 of course like at the time i was coming from a christian background and like my mom would dismiss a lot of these things okay. as superstition as you know so there the conflicts of you know uh belief systems as well was a problem mm-hmm. earlier but when i was independent and i was you know so i was able to just like confront this and say you know I have to do something about this, you know, I, you know. And doing something about it is really what I'm doing to this day. I'm doing something about it. <laughs> That's cool, man. It's it's working, hey. It's working. I'm doing something about it, it's man. It's definitely working. I I, fa- I actually found your music on um it was New Year's Eve last year. 
And that's when I first heard oh. you. And I remember I messaged you. I said, hey, man, I just heard your music. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, whoa, this is cool, man. And um, <laughs> I just happened to move back from Berlin and your record came out in April. And I was like, oh, wow, yeah, I got to get that yeah. record. I got to get that record. <laughs> so beautiful record. I love it, man. Oh, man, you know, I appreciate it, man. And And like... For me, it's so beautiful when the music can start a conversation. Yeah. It's like when it can go ahead of us and, yeah. and start giving us things to talk about. Yeah, so like, isn't you know, it? It's the most amazing thing to meet via the sound. That's it, exactly. That's because it, exactly. Because the sound is so kind that we all find ourselves inside it. Yeah. If we, if we have a way of walking in, mm-hmm. then all of these conversations are in essence happening inside the sound, I believe. Yeah. And it's so weird. So thank you for that. Man, oh man, you know? beautiful. Thanks for the music. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's so amazing in a weird way. Like, you know, I grew up in Ireland, you grew up in South Africa. We completely grew up yeah. in completely different things, but we yeah. almost are thinking in the same level. It's mental. We are, man. You know. Like the stuff you say, and I, I relate completely. It's like, it's like, that's why I'm saying like inside the sound, everyone is equal. Inside the sound, everyone has a space. Everyone has a voice. Yeah. Because the sound that we play and the music that we play and how we choose to play it is very um, loving as well. You know, there's a sense... Well, the music can be hard sometimes, but I think deep down there's a gentleness, you know. There's a (laughs) hug. There's a nice hug. Exactly. There's a warm hug there inside. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. And your wife. Embraces. Your wife is a beautiful singer. She sings on Yes. She's amazing, man. Yes, yes. yes. Oh, man. She's amazing. So, you know, and... um, she does also on the other side. Yeah, the album. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Actually, I watched you know, the so the live version you did of uh, "Beneath the Earth" with your wife. It was amazing. With NPR, isn't yes, it? Yeah. yeah, man, it's beautiful. Man, she she's got a very like round voice and like you know it's we met when we were students and um, you know I always wanted to play with her. Ah. It's just like. Man, I, w- I want to play in your group, you know. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, so, you know, like graduating from playing in a group to to having kids together, you oh, know, and, and getting married and, and, and creating sounds together. So, you know, it. I feel partly that's the bigger side of my blessings, you know, to, to find someone that can, you know, understand the essence of what I'm doing, but also do it as well. You know, so it's like, man, you know, it's such it's such a deep blessing for real. Because it's difficult. It's a difficult thing to find someone you deeply connect with. It's not very easy. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 man. Especially for an artist, because it's like. Exactly. It's a very, it's a very strange world, you know. It's it's not a calculated world, and we we all know how humans like things that are calculated, and once things don't have the same or when rationality is not is not portrayed in similar ways people run away yeah <laughs> and, when, and when you're making music composing music you know you have to be with someone who understands that you love her but you also love music man you can love many things and and that's i think you're nailing it right there is understanding that like you know your heart is really in there it's in the sound because then if we show up inside the sound, both of us, then even our love can happen inside exactly. the sound. Exactly. So then it's, it becomes a beautiful, it's a room where we just move into. There's this study, um, I, I studied it on it some, some time ago, but I stopped. It's called acoustimology. Okay. So it's a beautiful way they, they speak about like, you know, what lives inside the sound, ah. you know, and, 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 and like the different spaces and, and what space has to offer uh. in the context of sound. So it's, it's interesting, but I think about it in another layer where like acoustimology is, is a lounge, is a space where we work, walk in and hang out, you know, it's like, so I think of friendships as having a sense of room, like an 
an acoustic. I get you. Know? you. That's cool, man. It's a cool way of looking at it. That is cool. Yeah, of course. And there is like yeah. a thing with frequencies. There's certain frequencies, like some people say, I think it's 428, maybe I'm wrong, that they're healing frequencies like hertz-wise. But I don't know how yeah. true that is. Because they're doing stuff with people where, no, they're, where they're healing people with frequencies going into their kind of like of brain tumors and stuff like that. So there is, a, of there is a lot of stuff we don't know about that we think we know about. But... Man, that's of course true. And um, here in Africa, there is a, a writer called Agao, Kofi Agao. He he writes about part of the colonial project was to colonize tonality. Uh. But but then he starts saying that like, you know, the first thing that when when the colonizers came, they realized that oh man, these people sing in a very strange frequency. Ah. And in order for, because they also then understood the relationship between these people and their frequency is healing. So in order for us to lessen that, like we need to colonize the, the tuning so that then the arrival of the pianos, the organs and everything. And actually in some places in South Africa, you know, they supplied each home with a piano. Wow. Just no one was a pianist, but but the reason was every time you play that, perception changes. Yeah, you know, until it goes to four forty. Yeah, but what I'm trying to say is that like our our you know um, tuning natural of the universe even is lower than four forty. Yeah, it's around four twenty, like you say, four twenty eight. Yeah, and it, so there's a lot to be said about like this tuning that we're using and the world going crazy <laughs> yeah. because because like you know we listen to sounds that are in a frequency that is aggressive mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and a lot see of what i mean a lot of um modern music not that i've anything against it, it it's I just don't get any creativeness from. I mean, modern music would say chart music. There's just sure. no, there's just nothing in it for me that kind of. It's not trying to do anything clever or sophisticated. It's like McDonald's yeah. food of music. Yeah, no, but for sure, it's it's like um, I think the the example of fast food you you are spot on because it's it's created in in a studio in seconds. Yes. And and it's it's not like you say the creativity is on assembling existing ideas and producing a song, but whereas in the music before, people had to master the instruments, people had to master singing. Exactly. There was not so much technological manipulation. So if you play a nice piano line, you, you really had to know how to play it in real time and record it on tape. Mm -hmm. So these days, if you're hearing a piano line, you can map it with like, you know. Yeah, MIDI it like, out. Yeah, MIDI it out. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And push the tempo up and low and whatever, you know. So... There's a, a level of excellence that is lost, you know, like virtuosity that is oh yeah was important back then. It's no longer as important as it was. No. So if you, if you don't have that virtuosity, it does not necessarily mean you can't have a good song because you can mediate out. Yeah. I just got deja vu there. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> It'd have to happen. Okay. It'd have to happen yeah. talking to you. No one else is going to happen. Of course. With. <laughs> I was like, my eyes were going for a minute. I was like, I think I just got to deja vu. <laughs> That's hilarious. But of course, bro. Yeah. Only with you. Only with you. But, but, you know, because I was saying to you, like, we're here and we're elsewhere <laughs> simultaneously. <laughs> That's cool, man. Actually, I meant to ask you... Um, in your in your album cover, the 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 bull or it's a bison or a yeah. buffalo. Wh yeah. What does that represent? Is that it's cosmic, cosmic kind of so entity? Or? So, so in you know when you think about like economics in 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 Africa, especially within the Zulu context, um, whatever that was done, any form of transaction, they use cows. So, like, to to determine how wealthy a person was, was because of the number of cows that ah, they had. Okay. Right. Yeah. So this was before money. Uh huh. Right. So so it was like barter if, system. If I, yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. 
you got it. And then, but also the cow is, is a, a very important symbol, you know. In, in some cultures, it represents a god, you know. So some, the, the image of a bull. But also, remember in ritual, they use the cow to send the messages to the ancestors. Remember, like they speak and they slaughter and then it's believed that in, in the billowing of the bull, then the message goes. Oh, okay. So that, that is important because if a bull does not make a sound during a slaughter, then that ritual ends there. And no one eats that because it's believed that the ancestors did not. That's not the one they were looking for. Oh. Over and above, like when a ritual is done, they put some bracelets made of uh, cow skin. Right. It's called this pandla. That's a representation of the ritual. Uh. But also the cow horns are used in a home to indicate that a particular ritual has been done because it's believed that the ancestors will come at night and check. Really? So, so it's a lot of things. But also a lot of the Zulu clothing is made out of cow skin. Uh. So, so, you know, like the, the cow is an entire thing. It's so interesting you know? though. Yeah. And, yeah. and Zulus... They sung so much that sometimes they would get attacked, wouldn't they? They'd be singing so loud that the people who were attacking yes. would hear them. Yeah, that's the thing. When they were fighting with the, was it the British, I think? And, you know, so like, yeah, because they love to sing. So yeah. that's, they, they could already know where they are. <laughs> but, but, but another part, a flip part of it is that I think it was the, it must have been the Dutch that were attacking and they got so frightened by the singing because it was so deep because sometimes oh. it's really singing deep. Oh. And these guys already, just from the singing, they, they, they ran away. They, they fled off. It's no like, way. Man, the power in the singing. Yeah. Because everything for us is done through song. Ah. So even to gain strength to go to war or whatever, it is through the song. Wow. It's amazing Zulu history because it started off as like 150 people and then it was thousands, 200,000. Man, it's, de it's, it's deep, man. It's, it's very, very deep. It's crazy. You know, I'm, I'm thankful to be part of that history. Yeah. There, there, there's just so much that um, is within that culture that I'm still trying to unpack for myself and get to understand and transpose to now because that's another thing. These stories happened so many years ago we always have to find a way of packaging and transposing to this moment so and they didn't, it makes sense. And they didn't record much of it, so it's kind of passed down more than... With, Oral tradition. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oral. So you're kind of trying Oral. to find what's the truth within the stories. Exactly. Exactly. And there are so many versions of the stories. Yeah. Yeah. But also, it's impossible to hear the story the same time, same way, because like... All of these Africans are improvisers. <laughs> you know, I remember my grandmother when she would tell a story. And if we excited about a particular section, she would expand it. And I would realize, no, 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 this, is, this was not what she had in, in her <laughs> mind. But just because we love this section so much, she would say, then came another guy. Then came this other. <laughs> and then they were all like, okay, yeah, I see it. <laughs> Sounds like Irish people. <laughs> Well, there could be similarities. Hey, well, you know, the British colonized us, so. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we are like with the post-British uh, colonial yeah. zones, isn't it? Yeah, man, like they, they took over everywhere. Jesus, you know. These guys, man. You know. They're like, unbelievable, unbelievable. I was in, and I was living in Berlin. I went into this, um, it was like a an kind of small place but it was a, I didn't know it was like an African kind of district and um, yeah. I go in to eat this eat food and there's a guy in there he's from uh, Gambon or Gambia sorry and um, he's like are you British and I was like no I'm Irish he's like oh that's cool <laughs> he's like <laughs> he's like sit down and we sat down and we talked about Fela Kuti and <laughs> yeah it was cool <laughs> that was a good question that was a good question yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyone that's listened to this that's English is like, ah, come on. <laughs> Man, it's love. It's you know, we're just speaking the truth. Yeah. You know. It's all love. It's all love. Yeah, we're just speaking the truth, man. 
<laughs> Have you ever been to Ireland? No, man, not yet. Oh, you'd love it, not man. Yet. Man, you know, I've, 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 yeah, I, I, I've had friends. I, I used to have a friend that was in in uh, Switzerland, and they moved there. So, oh, you know, hey, if you ever come, if you ever come, yeah. you have a place to stay. You can crash in my place. Oh man, no worries, bro, man. Bro, I'll, I'll, I'll keep your word for it, bro. No worries. No yeah, yeah, it's yeah, all good, man. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you are you working on a lot of new music? So I am, man. You know, that's another thing about this lockdown because I, I never stopped playing. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, on my socials, I was playing a gig almost yeah, every week. Yeah, I was looking at that. Like, man. Are, are you crazy? So like you know, um, so in that process, I I wrote a lot of music, and you know, I'm I'm already thinking of being in studio maybe in in January. Brilliant. You know, we have to figure out um, Omakogu's album because she wants to put out an album first. Oh, cool. You know, then, then, yeah, but like, you know, soon after that, I, I, I have to be thinking about the record label has already asked me when am I recording. So, Pe- people, I, I've been showing your album to a load of people. Everyone's digging it. Oh, man. Everyone's Big digging love, it. bro. Yeah. <laughs> I, sh- I, showed it. I think you got it. You're gonna love the next one even more. Really, really <laughs> cool. Have you got it? Is it is it going to be a concept as well? Yeah, it's it's, it's um, you know. So I, I've been thinking about this idea of the children of the sun. Ah. So in Zulu, it's called Abadwana Belanga, you know, because you know the the whole idea of the sun god, Sun Ra, Sun Ra, you know, right? And you know, so just because all of my work has been thinking about elsewhere. So now I'm trying to point towards where this elsewhere is. So if there is a letter from the underworld, but where is this, like, you know, location? So on this one, I'm like more deliberate about location, but also I'm putting out a video for Umlota. Oh, brilliant. In a couple of weeks. Oh, brilliant. So like, you know, we, we explored elsewhere. So when I called the video guy, I, my first question to him was like, yo, bro, do you think you can create a planet? it's a good first question (laughs) and and, and the guy said no then i said okay cool then i I picked up the phone i said yo bro can you create a planet (laughs) and the guy's like it depends man but like you know we don't need a planet Mm -hmm. there are so many beautiful locations in south africa i was like okay cool bro hang up <laughs> i picked up the phone bro can you create a planet the guy said oh man i just got goosebumps i said you the dude yeah you're the guy <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> and needless to say we've created not just one planet a couple so oh, you, you'll see wow. it on the video cool man because i was like man I, I need i need to be elsewhere yeah man yeah, that, yeah that's cool actually i uh, you're gonna love it i i can't actually wait for it it's it's you're gonna uh, love I'm, it bro i'm so glad i found your music it's so it's brilliant oh man and man like south africa there's a lot of beautiful stuff you know yeah we, we've been doing and you know yeah it's just not it's not advertised enough over here you know what i mean it's, no. it's always american mm. stuff and you know, it's like oh like i love american and jazz I, I think but you know i think i think you know like you know the blue note thing really helped because oh, then it's like although i'm in south africa it's via definitely the u.s definitely so like so many people have have like now learned about the music then they go back it's like oh man so many records and then they start learning about the other stuff that's that's how i found you because i was i was i, I buy blue <laughs> note records all the time and i'm i'm on their instagram and you're you're um uh, song came up I was like oh this is cool man so it was like <laughs> Blue Note and it's you know legitimacy when you're on Blue Note it gives yeah, you that really yeah. kind of good people yeah, go get you. they know what's going to be good get you you know yeah 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 I mean of course quality is is like a thing that they've stood for for many years yeah like I could go, yeah, I could go yeah. and buy a Blue Note record and never heard it and I know I'm going to love course. it of course it's like ECM you know mm-hmm. you just picked it up mm-hmm. you just pick, pick up an ECM record and go home like you know yeah yeah, that's you don't it. even have to know the artist, no, you know. It's no, just like, no. no. There's a, there's actually um the record I've been making for a few years, it's it's about a dream. So it's all about a dream. But there's one song in it called Onirinot, 
which is a word that means oh, some onirinot. Yeah, onirinot. It means a guy who travels within dreams. It's like an astronaut in dreams. Oh man! Oh, man. It's a cool that's, word. Man, that's my kind of vibe, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But I love that word. You know, I, I, oh man! You you know I, I spoke about a song that songs that travel. I think I wrote something like that. Songs that travel. Um, yeah, man. So, oh man, I want to I want to check out this astronaut guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Jeez. Oh man, blessings to you, this, bro. This has been this, this is this has been a brilliant chat. Thank you, man. brother. This has been oh, great. Oh man, I appreciate it, bro. I ca- I can't wait for 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 you to put it out. Oh and, man, you know, I've been doing it too long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing it too long, man. Take it too long. It's, it's, it's gonna be beautiful. Man. Oh, hopefully. And, and 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 you know, once it's out, then I'm gonna tell Bruno to find it, oh, find man. it, and maybe circulate man, it. Yeah, that is so amazing. Because this is it's like a, a very lengthy interview, and we get in depth with a lot a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So if they can share it, oh, even man, better. That's so beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so yeah, much, man. man. Of course, we bro. Should, we should do, course, we should bro. do a song together. Something about colors. <laughs> man, we should do a song, bro. That'd we be cool. Do a song. That'd be cool. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. Send each other some ideas and we can check out. So, man, when you have an idea, just really send it. Man. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. You know, that'd be great. Really send it and, and you know, then we, we see where we go, man. Yeah, get a concept yeah. and just do something crazy and cosmic and amazing. Cosmic, bro. That's the key Co- word. <laughs> cosmic. <laughs> man, can you play a planet? <laughs> <laughs> just tell me the color of it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Tell me the camera. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Man. Well, Induto, this has been an amazing chat. I'm blessing. So bro. I when the you're a beautiful soul. I had a great time. Oh talking. man, much love, bro. Definitely, much love, man. man. Definitely, man. Uh, and 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 hopefully, man, like we we get to do more. Yeah, like, man. You know, yeah, man. You know, music conversations. Definitely. Planets, colors. You know. Definitely. Yeah, Parallel man. universes. Yeah. <laughs> Parallel universes, <laughs> Goma. <laughs> oh, this is brilliant, man! Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you Give so thanks, much, bro. Thank- enjoy the rest I of your evening. I enjoyed this so man. much. We'll be in touch, brother. Blessings, bro. You much too. love. Cheers, bro. Give Cheers, bro. thanks. Peace. See ya. <laughs>